The following audio brought to you by TSF Entertainment Podcast may contain graphic descriptions of violence and or audio clips of violence or sexual explicit events. Listener's discretion is advised. your boy Jack of Jordans, aka D Jackson. This is the Cigar Hour. With this portion in the segment of the TSF Entertainment Podcast, we just talk about whatever fucking come to mind, man. I'm gonna get straight into it. We're gonna talk about the alleged, I said alleged, the alleged shooting between Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion. Let me start off by saying this. Thanks everybody for listening. Shout out to uh, Really BTV. Shout out to Retro CG, CEO of the Soul Firm. Shout out to Fresh Your Highness. Shout out to Juggernaut of Souls. Um, I want to start out by saying this. I'm quite sure the story is going to change. The narrative is going to change about what went on as far as them from the house to the car or you know whatever transpired in that in that event however you can't put yourself in a situation where you're accused of shooting a woman in the foot arm wig whatever you you just can't do it you a superstar how do you get put in that position where you are accused of that you have to distance yourself or you should even be riding around with a pistol on you in the first place you from Canada. I don't even think they allow guns over there in Canada. I'm not really sure. But what the fuck are you doing riding around with Megan Thee Stallion and her entourage, your security, whatever, with a pistol? Supposedly, from what she said, is that security was in the vehicle. Your security was in the vehicle. So why do you have possession of a gun? That's first and foremost. Let's start with that. Secondly, she never really came out up until this point to say exactly what was the alleged incident. Other than that, if that was even a possibility that you could be spotted, pinpointed, accused of the be of being a shooter. Or even somebody here on to Roger Security, I got I gotta I gotta suggest it. Tell everybody to shut up. Don't give your publicist a inkling of what happened or any turn of events that may have happened during that time. Shut up. She didn't say anything until all this other stuff came out about her jumping on you. And this, that, and the other, or whatever. Now, Tory Lanez may be, I don't know, he might be 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, I'm not really sure. And Megan decided like she definitely uh, approaching Amazon-ish. Amazon-ish. She looked like she might be at least 5'10". Probably well-proportioned. 190. Somewhere between 175 to 190. Well-proportioned. That's a big woman that's trying to jump on you. However, naturally as a man, naturally you're stronger. If that was the case that she did jump on you, you can't eat a couple of hits until your security or until the vehicle is pulled over and the situation is de-escalated or whatever happened at the house, that situation is de-escalated. You can't you can't do that. 
I'm just not getting, I'm just not getting, and then she says, and then she says, well, she was going to call the police, but she was afraid that she might get harmed by the police. What type of society do we live in where we're afraid to call the police now? That you're ready to handle it in a different manner, that you can't even rely on public safety, something that they get paid to do, that you can't even call them and tell them, like, hey, yeah, I've been shot. I can identify the shooter because you're afraid of losing your own life because it's a, cause it's a gun in the car. And you already know how 2020 is giving it up. That's a fucked up situation to even be in. But it, it kind of goes back to what Charlemagne the God was saying earlier uh, about everything that happened. We have to protect our women. And I don't think that was protecting. That wasn't protecting our women. Even though he's a Canadian. I'm not sure he's a French Canadian or whatever. Really don't care. Even though he's Canadian, he's not from the United States. However, he his business is United States. He is a black person. You have to protect the black woman. Like, if we don't protect them, then who will? It's almost like if they don't protect us, then who will? You're kind of losing this on that guy. You, you, you got to relax. You know, if your anger is, is that way out of control that you got to pull the burner out or whatever, it's some other issues and probably some ongoing issues that you've been having, you know, beyond just this. And this is just publicized. We I, we got to sit back and figure that out. Or you need to take a sit, seat back and figure it out. I'm quite sure something else will come from the story. We still haven't heard his side of the story yet. Um, coming from his mouth, the only thing we heard was publicists. And you know how that can go. That can lead to entanglements and, and, and stuff like that. You know, so we already, you know, we just want to hear from the horse's mouth. Um, but regardless of that, you still can't put yourself in that position. I watched an episode uh, of, the, of the Chronicles with No Limit, and Master P was just pretty much just saying, like, you can't, you know, like he was telling his artist, and he was telling his brother, his own blood, fresh and, flesh and blood, see murder. You can't put yourself in a position where you get caught up like this. You put yourself in a position where you get caught up like this, it's on you. You have to realize who you are now. You're not who you was when you was running the streets and you was doing this and you was doing that, now you're a target. You are a black person with power. You are a target. And everything that they could possibly do to get you, they're going to do. You just can't do that. You just can't be performing at these clubs or whatever thinking nobody's going to try you. You know, you can't get into an argument with anybody and then pull a burner out on somebody and think nobody's going to say anything, that it's all, the, you know, the code of the streets. Like, it's, it's, it's not going to work like that. I'm sorry. This is the way that things go. It's called society, son. You just got to adapt to it. You put yourself in this position as a, selling is a, is a nice selling artist and then on top of that Megan the Stallion you ain't shoot you ain't shoot a chick that was trying to come up in Ontario that was trying to come up in Ontario or whatever you shot Megan the Stallion whose popularity is skyrocketing especially she just dropped that song with Cardi B and you really think that with every day that she's got going on she's going to keep constantly risking that for uh, a lead shooting because of what went on and you was arrested, you got to relax. Like Noria can say, you, you, you got to relax, bro. You just got to chill. And she even said so herself that she was trying to save you. She was trying to save your career by not saying anything. But y'all just wanted to keep, or your publicist just wanted to keep on putting this information out and it was just a vicious cycle. We already know that the media be blowing things up. They want to add exponents to whatever it is, whatever your situation is. However, you need to tell them to shut the fuck up and they need to sit the fuck back. They need to realize who the hell is paying 
this this check. Like, you know, this is I'm paying for you to do this and you going about it this way. You can't do that. Like they building the case against you now. Your publicist to build the case against you now. Or it became or 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 now it became almost like a public fact that this is what happened because this is what she said what happened. Whatever was sketchy until we hear your portion of it or whatever and some witnesses, they're gonna go based off of this. Man, yeah, I'm telling you, y'all bugging for twenty twenty. Y'all y'all really doing it. Y'all really doing it. Y'all gotta chill, man. You gotta relax. You got you gotta relax. You could have been in a WAP remix. You know, you could have been a rebuttal to that. You know what I'm saying? It could have been like you and um I don't know who else is up and coming. It could have been you and Chris Breezy on there getting busy, you know what I'm saying? On a on a rebuttal with that. Y'all fucked that up. You fucked up the chicken. You fucked up the church's money behind that shit. You gotta relax. Speaking of snitching, which leads to my next segue, which is the perfect segue for I'm sorry, the perfect segue for this Takashi Six Nine situation. Now I seen I seen a while ago, it's probably was like a couple of weeks ago, where Takashi Six Nine was doing a remix with Akon. A locked up remix. Now, when I first heard about it, I just was like, yo, Styles P is probably like, I don't think this is a good idea. Like, you you probably, like, this is, hmm. But, you know, Styles P asked, you know, Styles P was asked about it. And he gave some information on it, how you feel about it. I can't quote him. It's not verbatim. But he pretty much been said, listen, what me and Akon did was classic. I don't rock with Sakashi uh, Six Nine or whatever, you know, whatever they were to do is what they were to do. In, in in short, he that's 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 that man's business. I ain't on the track. So my thing is with Takashi Six Nine is everybody say that yeah you ain't from the streets like that or whatever you kind of use this as a facade to uh, push the the gangster agenda. To help you sell records when that's not really you. Some people side with him and say, well, he was kidnapped and, you know, they tried to fuck his his baby moms while he was in jail and this and the other. This is what I say to this. It was people rapping about you going to jail. Like Benny Seagull rapped about that on Die. Like was like when you like when you go to jail and they trying to fuck your baby moms and stuff like that. Like your man's is trying to fuck your baby moms, you know, not not on Die on what your life like. And people trying to fuck your baby moms and stuff like that. And you talking about you got kidnapped and you got beat up and stuff like that. I'm sorry, that comes with the territory. Regardless if that was your man's or not, that comes with the territory. That comes with the territory. You know how many stories that's out here in the streets, or how many stories is actually famous where they mans then smoked them. That comes with the territory. You street, right? Nah, you said that you were street. I don't want to hear no. Well, they said this, and they're gonna rape my whatever, whatever, whatever. Or whatever. I don't condone any of that, but it comes with the territory, unfortunately. When you decided to jump over into that life, this is what you decided to jump over into. So for you to complain about for you to complain about how this is going and how that is going, that doesn't make any sense to me. Because this is a street life that you decided to take. But Akon, who makes a legendary song, Locked Up, which I believe was his first mainstream single, where he talks about his trials and tribulations and going through the system. So you talk about your trials and tribulations and going through the system along with Styles P, who, if I'm not mistaken, also been in the system. 
you know, that went through things or whatever. And you pretty much address from a convictional standpoint of things that you went through when, while you was in the streets. Now, in no point of that song did I heard did I hear Styles P or Akon talking about how they snitched. In no point in the song. So how did we get to locked up two? How? With Takashi Six Nine. You could have did that with so many other people. This is what I think happened. Takashi Six Nine he came out. His biggest achievement to me is trolling. Because he's such an asshole, is the is part of the reason why he sells. He almost has his nonchalant attitude, like I don't really don't care, I'm gonna get money anyway. And he does it. He has a fan base that follows him religiously. So he got out, he did a song, I can't remember the name of it or whatever. He did that song, then he did another song with Nicki Minaj or whatever, and the popularity of it on YouTube sparked. It jumped. Now, he's taken off from getting out of prison, and you decided that, or both of y'all came together and decided that, you know, a locked up two from your perspective would be a good idea. I never even heard a song. I don't even want to hear the song because he's on it. I'm not about to give him no credit or anything or another view off of me because I just don't rock like that. I'm not saying that I'm just a street dude or anything like that, but I believe that if you develop this code and that's the direction that you decided that you wanted to go, then you need to stand by that. The rat just ain't what we do or whatever. And this is me not being a, a street dude. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do any dirt and then rat people out who I did dirt with regardless of whatever the circumstances or the outcome may be. For those case, you might as well just do the dirt by yourself. So I just think that in this perspective, that Akon saw an opportunity. And when he saw the opportunity, he decided to take that opportunity. And then now he's getting some backlash for it. And my song was one of the ones I think that came at him correctly with the backlash. He pretty much said, like, yo, you're misguiding this guy in the wrong direction. You pretty much is being an OG. Now, that's not me quoting him, but you pretty much being an OG, you pretty, you're condoning this, which shouldn't be condoned. You're condoning him snitching, and then he comes out of jail, he's coming out of, he comes out of prison, and he's trolling the people, and he's trolling the families of the people that he snitched on. He's doing videos and putting up bitmojis or other emojis of a rat on his face. Like he's proud of the position that he had put himself in and he had put other people's families in. But you as an OG, you could done that. You let this dude come out and he's still doing the same dumb shit that he did before he went in. Like, how do you condone that being an OG? Like, you fall up into the category of being a fan of his music. That's the only reason why I think that you actually would do the song with him is that you're a fan of his music. You didn't need to do that song. You could have turned it down. You want to do that song. You seized an opportunity. You could have left that shit alone. You could have left Locked Up alone. It could have been a one and done song, never touched, um, never violated, especially by this. Like if you was going to do it unlocked up too, you could have did it with somebody else. Definitely not him. You pick, you, you go with, you like, well, when my son checked you about, you was like, well, he's the only guy that came up with the idea to do a locked up too. Nobody else wanted to do a remix of this, that, and the other. Have you suggested that any, somebody else do the remix? 
Have you went to anybody else to say, you know what, maybe we could do a remix of this song, it'll be fire. But since he did it, it's just because his popularity was where it was at, especially with the YouTube world and the way social media marketing is popping off, you decide to hop on the wave. Like, yo, you gotta relax. <laughs> you gotta relax. Hey, Kai, you're not the person that's looking for the, that need to look for the next big hit. So, what do you, how do you justify that? Like, I heard your comments. None of it really made any sense, except for when you said he has this fan base that is going to believe what he says and what he does regardless. They not they don't live by that street code, it's another. But you made your first mainstream song living by that street code or something similarity or parallel to that street code. Just to turn around in what fifteen years to pretty much sidetrack or to not stand on that parallel universe or that street code and make the song with this dude. How does that happen? That's twenty twenty for you. How did how does that happen? Where do we go wrong as a culture where this is condoning, this is okay? I understand it's a younger generation. Yes, the younger generation is probably going to push sales a lot more nowadays because of the social media aspect to it. They have a larger, they have, they have means to get into the music more than they ever did. It's different from where you had to actually get a ride up to Sam's Goody, Sam Goody, or Fye, or the mom and pop spot to actually buy the physical copy of the music. It's a lot different. So yeah, I get it. But that don't mean that you gotta jump on that wave, at least not with this guy. You could have did something with Lil Uzi Vert. You could have did it locked up with him. How did the song go? I was locked up and I was putting in jam and I just started ratting on everybody. How does that go? Kodak Black, you could have did something with him. You could have did something with a lot of people that probably would have been locked up before or whatever. This was just an opportunity for you to reintroduce yourself to Hip-hop. Don't, it's unfair to your fans to say, well, he wanted to do it locked up too. So that's, you know, a remix. So that's why I did it. He was the only person that was talking about it. It's your song. Why you weren't talking about it? Why? I mean, I'm seriously... Like you can you can do that for JR writing? He just got out of the bing not too long ago. The young gunner that was down with the Wu Tang or you know the, the actor dude, I can't remember his name, is having a brain fart right now, but you can do that with him. You could do it with OG. DMX been locked up twenty eight times. You could do that with DMX. Maybe a revival there. Nah, I figured I feel as though that's something that you wanted to do. That was in your that that was that was that you saw an opportunity and you seized that opportunity. I feel as though that was something that you wanted to do. So therefore, whatever backlash that you get, the way my song came off, it popped off at you or whatever, I feel as though that was warranted. It definitely was warranted because my songs, he you could do songs song with my song. What are you, what are we talking about? You could have did one with my song. He got locked up, and it's almost like even with that being said, so you could get you could have put him on a bigger platform 
by letting him do that song, but you already got somebody who has a large fan base who a lot of OGs really don't rock with. I don't think any of the OGs in the hip-hop game rock with him. Nicki Minaj's not an OG. You think Lil' Kim would condone that? You think Lil' Kim would go hit Lil' Kim with the jail from not ratting? You think Lil' Kim would condone that? Like, she would just get on the track and say, uh, you know what, he's a sweetheart, he's fine, we cool, or whatever. He was put in a situation where, you know, they was talking about doing harm to his family or whatever. Listen. I wish everybody well, but once you enter the street game, that comes along with the territory. It's not your fault that you didn't read the instructions before opening. I'm sorry, it is your fault that you didn't read the instructions before opening. I'm sorry, it is your fault that you didn't read the instructions before opening. Don't pretend to be something that you're not, because when somebody get ready to test to test that, this is you can succumb to this. Like this is what can happen. And the crazy thing is, he's still successful. He's gonna continue to be successful. But this is what the youth hip hop is nowadays. You're looking for good music. There's no story to it. There's no meaning behind it. There's no feeling. There's no passion behind it. It's all hustle. That's what it is. You don't even need to write your own lyrics nowadays. Well, hell, you didn't really have to do that back in the day, but at least it was passion behind it. Now it's just all hustle. This is hustle at its finest. He's hustling the hip-hop game. And OGs like Akon is falling for it. Jeezy ain't ratting. Fat Joe ain't ratting. Or if they are, it's not documented. And they definitely ain't trolling about it. So this is what we doing. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm just... I don't know. Like, that whole situation... Uh, that, that whole collab is just weird and you probably got a bunch of people looking at it like weird like I'm I'm not sure which oof oof <laughs> y'all bugging the fuck out really I, I don't know anybody listening to Kashi 69 music personally or listen to it religiously if it comes on the radio should even be coming on the radio I, okay so since we in a, since we in a subject about hip hop, some people I listen to battle rap. You know I listen to all of them. You know there's a situation where a battle rapper his name's Adi Boom, and um, said he wrote a statement about a robbery that he participated in, about an armed robbery he participated in. Labels dropped him. I mean not labels, but leagues dropped him. They just pretty much said we can't conduct business with you because the way you do business we can't affiliate ourselves with that we have to move in a different direction because battle rap is still like one of the purest forms of hip-hop at least for the moment i get into that in another cigar hour when i um when, when i feel as though i need to address that Right now, this is just my thoughts, just what I'm feeling at the time. You know what I'm saying? So if you take the purest form, which is which I believe is battle rap, the rawest form, maybe not the purest, but the rawest form, and league owners don't want to rock with you because of what was publicized about you making a statement. This is almost like the D-League of hip-hop. So how does the D-League of hip-hop get it right, but 
<laughs> the NBA don't get it right. How's that even possible? It's part of the reason why I don't listen to new music. I think a bunch of y'all the weirdos. Y'all dye y'all hair. Y'all get this long hair. Y'all dye your hair, whatever. Get a couple of face tattoos and now y'all gangster. Really? In the words of my man Averb, you ain't gangster until you do some gangster shit to some gangsters. And snitching, it's not gangster. They said it on boondocks. Your parents always told you, stop telling so much. You talk too much. Don't be telling people business. But you like, yeah, they try to do this to my family or whatever, or this, that, and whatever, and I was paying their bills or whatever, whatever. You go about it another way. You go about it the street way, right? I would think so. But maybe that don't work anymore. You know, the code of the streets, maybe it's changed. Maybe it's survived the best way that you can. Not survive to the code of the streets. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm getting old. And I just can't deal. But Akon older than me. So what does that say? What are you telling your people, Akon? It's okay to do this and you can still, you know, do whatever it is that you want to do. You said, well, what about his family and this, that, and the other? And my son was telling you, what about the families that got their person taken away from them because of what he snitched on because he decided to be some street shit. You say, well, he put a hit out on somebody and put it on the internet and nobody do this and other. Do you know how many people do dumb shit on the internet and come back to bite them in the ass? People do dumb stuff on the internet every day. People that lost their jobs, lives, families, a whole bunch of shit by posting dumb shit on the internet. You're like, well, I don't think he's smart enough. Who would believe you insulted the people? Why would you believe that he would put a hit out on somebody on the internet and then you would believe that? What do you mean? Why would we believe it? Why would he's he's at the airport with guns and he rode with gangs? And he goes on the breakfast club, and he's talking like, yeah, I'm a boss, and this, that, and the other. He's telling everybody the SMD, and this, that, and the other, or whatever. What? How? This is, you condone this type of stuff? Nah, talk that shit, nah. You didn't, like, he didn't think that real people was going to roll up to see him about that? That if they can roll up and see him about that, that they weren't gonna see that he wasn't gonna see his family put in jeopardy. That they were gonna roll up on his fam and say what up to this fam. That once they got an opportunity to put hands on him, they wasn't gonna do it. You nine trade, right? Or that's what you claiming. That's a blood set if I ain't mistaken. Blood in, blood out. What did you think was going to happen, bro? But I don't know, man. I ain't listening to Locked Up 2. I'm, I'm just giving y'all my thoughts on it. I have y'all leave, leave a voice message. Listen to the podcast. Leave your comments on Jack of Jordans or TSF Entertainment. You let me know how you feel about it. Cause I just think it's some bullshit. We're not about to, we ain't going to play that game with you, 6ix9ine. I ain't playing that game with you, 6ix9ine. That's just me. And nobody I know is playing that game with you either. You don't get no rotation on my title. Title, Apple, YouTube Music, whatever, Spotify, whatever your music platform is. You don't get no rotation on that. We'll leave to my next one is the Apple Music, Spotify, and Tidal.
So I read somewhere where, well, you know, Tidal was pretty much owned by Jay-Z. And Apple Music and Spotify, I'm not really sure who the owners are. But as far as I know, or what I read, is that Tidal, the artists get more by streaming their music through Tidal. By streaming their music through Tidal. You get a larger percentage, as far as what I know. Um, Apple and Spotify, you don't, you, don't get that, you don't get the same percentage. So my question is to everybody, to all the listeners, I have Tidal. Why are we not streaming music from Tidal? I just got to know. Why are we not streaming music through Tidal? Like, we can't say, you want to say, well, Jay-Z is already rich? Yeah, so is Apple Music. So is Spotify. So is any other music platform that you may be listening to, Pandora. I, why are we not streaming music through, through Tidal? It's it always been my question. It's almost based. It's almost that we go off of familiarity, except for, hey, let me give this a shot. I love title music. Title music don't give me no problems. And title music, and considering that Jay Z is my favorite artist, I get all his music. You know, and all the Rock Nation music. You know, and videos and a whole bunch of other content. You know, only thing I really don't get from that platform or title is Aaliyah music. And nobody gets Aaliyah music because her uncle owns the rights to it. But other than that, why everybody is not, why we as a culture is not, is not, why we are not pushing title? Why are we not moving to that? It's just it's just a question. Really, the streaming is good. You can download the music. They got new music. They put out the notifications. Is it because Apple is just so? I I don't I don't know. Is it because Apple you can put Apple on anything. Like, Apple is so connected to the whole world. Is it because of that? Or maybe because Apple is so connected, is because we're not pushing title a little bit further. The artists themselves get more on title. How does that not happen? I was having a conversation on a text message with one of the co-hosts, Fresh and Highness, shout out to him. We was talking about um, um, actually two of the co-hosts actually had commented on it. Uh, Juggernaut of Soul, shout out to him too. We was talking about um, I sent the message and I said, has there been an urban clothing line that actually made it to the likes of Sex Fifth Avenue that actually made it to Nordstrom's that actually had their own standalone store? On actual Fifth Avenue, next to the Gucci stores, next to the Louis Vuitton stores, and the answer is no. But my question is why? Rockwell was on fire for like three years. Sean John was on fire for like six years. Fubu was on fire. Fat Farm was on fire. A cool never really saw the light of day in the Midwest. So many different clothing lines that fail or never, I don't even want to say fail. Cause I really don't know what their goals were. But never made it to that next level. But why? Why? We're not familiar with Gucci. A lot of people don't even know where Gucci started from. We're not familiar with Louis Vuitton. Barely even know where that started from. Ferragamo. 
You wouldn't even know a dude named Fear Gamma if you walk right, walk right across you. Dose and Cabana. Can you tell me if there's one person or it's two? Chanel. A lot of people even know it's called Coco Chanel. But Rockaway, we've seen Rockaway built from the ground up. What happened for that to slip? And it's more than just the Dame and Jay breakup. We saw Sean John built from the ground up. What happened for that to slip? He was making suits, cologne, ties, shirts, shorts, urban wear. Then he went to a little bit more casual. He tapered the jeans. He started making sweaters and stuff like that just for casual wear. Not the suits and everything, just for casual wear. What happened? Why do we keep letting our own fall flat on those levels? We're by their music. But we just let them fall flat. Darion. That was Beyonce shit. What happened to that? Baby fat. Fubu. All these clothing lines that were made for us, for the urban culture, we just let fall flat. But we will wear other people's shit and we make it more popular than their own people. You think the Europeans is really making Gucci that popular? Or the price of Gucci because people rap about it? And we go buy it as making it that popular. I'm not knocking it. I do have higher end stuff. But I also believe in supporting the black culture. The urban culture. The black community. You're making good product. You put the good product out. Whether it's 40 60 or $80. If it's good, I support. I got plenty of clothing that is black owned. A lot of it is black owned. I read something the other day, actually today, where the dude was saying a pair of these, all it takes is one pair of these to fix your credit. And it was from Jordans. Why ain't put up those awful Balenciagas to say that all it takes is one pair of these to fix your credit? Why ain't put up a pair of Gucci's to say all it takes is a pair of these to fix your credit? Why wouldn't a pair of red bonnets was put up saying all it takes is a pair of these that'll fix your credit? Or a belt that say all it takes is this belt that'll fix your credit. But he put up some Jordans, huh? I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm just asking a question. I'm just asking a question. I had plenty of rock wear. And then after rock wear kind of tapered off, I jumped into Sean John. But when Rockefeller was pushing it, when Diddy was pushing it, why couldn't we get over the hump? Or why couldn't we come together and push them over the hump so they could be in the likes of Gucci or so they can be in the same conversation with Louis Vuitton? Why does it take Kanye West to jump on or try to jump on with Louis Vuitton to actually become that guy? I'm just saying, I'm just trying to speak for the hip hop community. It's just different. I'm just trying to get the. I'm just trying to get the. The mindset that we go into. When we go shopping for things or when we do things, why we don't give them that type of support? And how do we begin to give them type of support? I don't know. Not one black fashion designer that is to the level of the Chanel's Louis Virgil don't count he's not a designer that Verdan don't count that's Gucci 
That's still Gucci. Is he seeing a percentage from that? I'm quite sure he's seeing some type of money from that. I can't count that man's pockets. But is he see if he was to branch off and do his own thing, would people support it? Yeah, if you were supported, but I'm not really sure how many are supported. It's almost like it's a lost cause. It's a lost art. We trying to just lose the, the, the concept a little bit of supporting our own, supporting ourselves. I'm not telling people what to do with their money or anything like that. If you want to go out and buy Gucci and go out and buy Balenciaga, then go ahead. But I'm just trying to figure out how do we push the ones that's making, the ones that's trying to make a noise that's our own, how do we push them further? You just had Vocal. I could name a whole bunch of clothing lines that was no limit. Wu wear. Fubu. A, a lot of stuff. But we make we make their stuff more popular by rapping about it. By being seen at these large events with the stuff on and then they ask you what is it that you have on and then you be like, Oh, this is made by Fendi. Fendi don't fuck with you like that. Let me tell you, I don't know too many artists. This is just artists. And I could be bugging. I don't know too many artists actually would get a, a would get a message from a regular a, a regular person, you know, a person who just got a nine to five. I don't want to say regular person, but a person who's got a nine to five, and they just be like, "Listen, I'm pushing these shirts or whatever." If it ain't fam, they ain't gonna put you. They ain't gonna say, "Hey, go over to this. He pushing this stuff. He pushing this, or he pushing that, or whatever." Nah, we don't really rock like that. We don't. We might break some barriers down for other stuff. Jay did with the Duce. He did with the um. He did with the Ace of Spade. Um, E forty is doing it with his wine. Yeah, that's alcohol. We we're going to get that. So that's that's definite. But when it comes down to fashion, black people rule the fashion world. We run the fashion world. We dictate that shit. We as a culture dictates what's hot next. What's next up? Eminem don't wear Gucci belts. We do that shit. Mac Miller, none of the rock and roll people, famous people, whatever. Like, if they do something, it's probably low-key. You might see a rock and roll person in my hand rolls from Alexander McQueen Chelsea's. But black people are going to make it known that it's Alexander McQueen Chelsea's. We can run that whole thing. Why are we afraid to take the reins and own it ourselves? We can run that shit ourselves. Now, I'm not telling people that you got to stop doing that or whatever, that you got to stop buying that type of shit. But we can run it ourselves. We can do it ourselves. I see Floyd Mayweather on YouTube going to Bowman and... He ain't even looking at the tags. He's just popping the shirts open and lining them up. He'll grab it from one side and go to the other side, pop the shirt open and line them up. Not even looking at the tag. The shirt could be plain as fuck. He probably can't even tell me what fabric is made from. But the fact of the matter is, it has that price tag on there. And that price tag is a status grab and defines who you are out in this world. But why can't we do it ourselves? Why do we got to do it for somebody else who's already got a name? I'm just saying. I ain't even see the, I ain't even know what the chain reactions was until I saw two chains wearing it. 
or that dirty ass Gucci headband that Soldier Boy had on. I seen everybody pop up with them bitches on. Those sock, those sock shoes. Name them. I think Champion got the same shoes, if I am mistaken. Name them anything else besides Balenciaga. Put Fila on there and see what happens. Put Rockaway on there and see what happens. Put South Pole on there and see what happens. Oh, it ain't popping in, is it? It's just my thoughts, man. That's what I'm feeling at the time. Maybe we just need to change the way that we think about things. You know, it took a minute for me to do it. And like I said, I'm not knocking nobody who goes out and they buy a designer or anything like that. Well, the only thing I'm saying is, why can't we push our own stuff up there to be aligned with those higher designs? It's enough of us to do it. We sacrifice more money to buy other shit. Why can't we do it for our own culture? Why can't you do it for your mans who's up the street selling shirts for $60, $70? Who trying to get his shit off the ground? Who has to cover overhead, the price of the shirt, make a profit? His time. But the moment that an artist jumps on the album, and I've been a victim of it too. I didn't even know what Cartier was until Jay-Z said it. But the moment of an artist who has some popularity jumps on the track and they say something, then you just be like, oh yeah, I need that because that's the next hottest thing. Let me look this up. Oh, that's fire. Let me go ahead and get that. Listen, I thought the Rockaway coat was, I thought the Rockaway leather was way better than the Pelly leather. That was just me. Pelly was more popular. And Pelly had a better, had a different value. Rockaway coat, a Rockaway leather was like 500. The Pelly was 900. I went with the Pelly. I was younger. Didn't know any better. You got things that can become so timeless. Ralph Lauren is timeless. Apparently Gucci is timeless. Louis Vuitton is timeless. Red bottoms, I don't like they gym shoes. I don't like they sneakers at all. If you were run out and get them. People would rather put on some ugly ass red bottom sneakers than to wear Team Jordans. And the only thing they're gonna tell you is those shoes are ugly as shit. Yeah, but they're red bottoms and they're fifteen hundred. Uh you spent fifteen hundred on some ugly ass sneakers, bro. I don't know what to tell you. But you won't go out and get the Tim Jordans. I ain't saying support, you know, uh uh no limit sneakers or anything like that. Them bitches was just terrible. The whole Pete Miller outfit was terrible. But what I'm saying is we just need to do better as a culture. We need to support our own. At some point, I would love, at least in my lifetime, can I either see the Lions win the Super Bowl or can one of these urban clothing lines make it to the point where they sitting at the round table with Gucci, Louis Vuitton. Fendi, Prada. YSL, Hermes, y'all go out there and get that belt. I don't even think the urban community want to put out another clothing line because I think the people are going to be like, well, it's not going to pop no way. It's going to fold. We don't got the support. But really, we got the support. The same people that's buying the albums, we got the support. We always crossing over. We always crossing over to them. That stuff wasn't made for us. We just make that shit marketable. We make that shit fashionable. 
I mean, shit. I don't think I seen as Justin Bieber came through with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With a rocker fit on, I don't know. He probably he probably did. He a different generation, so he probably think that he was urban or whatever. But his other groups, you know, Black Street Boys or whatever, have they pulled up with that type of shit on? Christina Aguilera. I guess any Aguilera thinks she black too. So she get a pass. But I, I don't see them crossing over into the shit that we don't, you know, to the shit that we doing like that. Like they got their baggy pants on or whatever, but a lot of like some of this shit is like be skateboard shit and it'd be their own shit. They ain't coming over to this side to see what this side is like as far as the urban fashion goes, as far as the cologne goes, as far as stuff like that goes. Yeah, that stuff will pop off better once they get more support. And maybe they'll dig into it like, you know what, it's some money to be made right here. So let me just go ahead and just do this. Instead, they go back to their cash cow, which is music. All them people that's out or whatever, they came out in slavery days. Gucci, slavery days. Louis Vuitton, all that shit was out in slavery days. They weren't made for us. The shit that was made for us, we supported until it's no longer hot. We support a little bit until it's no longer hot. Or it becomes inexpensive. So now we're not copying it. Or it's no longer the topic of discussion in any of these rap songs. Or it's not on the red carpet. It's not this or it's not that. Kanye got Ralph Lauren, I believe it's deep in my heart. Kanye got Ralph Lauren to pop again. It was already popular and it was already timeless. But when he was coming up into his career, that's all he wore. He got it to pop again. At some point, somehow, some way, shout out to you know all the people that I supported. Uh, first of the day, I ain't had one all day. Shout out to them. They're doing things over there. They got shirts. They got cups. They got they got everything that you that you need as far as a celebration of the libations, whatever it is that you into. Um, beer. Um, liquor, straight shots, they got shirts, they got hoodies, they got hats, they got distress. Shout out to them. Shout out to the Soul Firm. Soul, Soul Firm, we are black owned. Um, one of the largest, if I'm not mistaken, one of the largest sneaker groups on Instagram. And we're beyond just sneakers. Shout out to LA Airheads. I copied a couple of shirts from them. TSF got shirts left and right. Whatever your flavor is. It don't necessarily have to be Jordans. It could be some Air Maxes or whatever. Whatever your flavors is. Support that. Definitely support that. It's it stays, it's it's a lot of things that's going on as far as the culture going, as far as people trying to get things going for themselves. Let's support that. A t-shirt could cost you $35, $40. Pay $35, $40. Don't try to get a hookup or nothing like that. Don't try to get one by one, get one free. You know, I'm going to the Gucci store and say, you know what? They, they say this belt is $500, $550. And you be like, eh, I got $250 for you. No. They going to tell you to take that shit to the cyber store or some shit that's already worn. That's what they're going to fucking tell you. The price tag is the price tag. Unless that shit is on sale. Support these people. Support TSF. Support. Go on the platforms and listen to these podcasts. While you on your way to work. While you jogging through the streets. While you're on your bike. I see people melting ice. Why you melting ice? Why you doing that? Why you washing dishes? We got content for everybody. Support. We need it. 
it's not like we don't have shit to talk about. We we got a lot of things that we can talk about. We can talk about whatever. We can start going live pretty soon, I'm sure. And we can talk about whatever, especially during the cigar hour. The cigar hour is nothing but us kicking back and talking about whatever is on your mind. Just show your support. That's all we ask for. That's a cigar hour for you, man. I'm about to get ready to wrap this up. Probably fill up a red cup again. And enjoy the rest of my night. I hope everybody had I hope everybody out there is staying safe. I hope everybody out there is wearing a mask. And in the next few days, I hope you support one of your own. You are now listening to TSF Entertainment Podcast.